now recording. Okay, we're finally doing it online again. Been a hot minute. Yeah. I say finally, like that this isn't any way better. It honestly probably is because we're probably on our better microphones right now. Or you yes. are. I'm on a headset microphone, but I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> the, the Yeti's been getting pretty bad, so this could very well be a better microphone at this point. Hi. Hello. I'm Scoot. That's Poop. Today is Sunday the 20th. You're probably listening to this on Monday the 21st. Uh, this is a rather large episode because it is Monterey Car Week, or I'm sorry, as I've been calling it, and as a proper American should be calling it, Monterey Car Week. I don't care. Here in America, we pronounce our goddamn T's. I don't care that it's technically called Monterey. I'm calling it Monterey because that's what it should be called. <laughs> Fair enough. And yes, I did for this out this week that it's not called Monterey. It's called Monterey. My mother got mad at me. Anyways, so Nicola, you guys remember uh, when arson happened uh, allegedly Arsonist. at their factory? At their headquarters yeah. attached to their factory, but on the headquarters side? Uh, back in like June, I think it was. Well, uh, there were several electric trucks damaged in the original fire back then. And so the company is now voluntary, voluntarily recalling 209 trucks. Now you're probably like, oh, those must be the trucks affected. Well, here's something I learned about Nikola just now. No, that's all of them. All of them <laughs> that they've sold. Yeah. Blows my mind that they were all there for that fire and then have sold. But it's, I don't know, it's definitely something. Um, which, by the way, uh, there's still no... Uh, or they're still saying the most likely cause of the fire was a coolant leak from one of the battery packs. But that's... um. It's still not entirely confirmed what actually happened there, and at this point it's starting to look like we may not know what exactly happened there. But the important part here is the recall of all 209 battery electric trucks that they have recalled voluntarily uh, to avoid any sort of damage that was done to the car. Uh, and yeah, that's I kind of left that halfway through, but you know. Oh, he's doing the thing where he's clicked on the article to see the part I missed. Well, I, it doesn't make any sense, but okay. If you want, so the the th the second thing I have copy and pasted is the actual just statement from Nicola, which I could just no. read word for word. No, 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 no. But uh, let's let's move on. You know what? You know what's better than trucks getting recalled for no goddamn reason? Uh, the BAC mono. Because it is. Uh, but there's a new one. The 2024 BAC Mono is a new generation of BAC Mono. It's 22 pounds lighter. Uh, it's got 100... Oh, no, sorry. 311 horsepower, which is 6 horsepower more than the last generation. Like, wow, such a big improvement. That's that's like uh, 2%. Yeah. 231 pound-feet of torque, which is 4 more than the last generation. The 0 to 60 times, 2.7 seconds. All one-tenth of a second faster than the last generation. Uh, and oh. if you're wondering, well, did they really change a whole lot about it? And the answer is no. It looks almost identical from the outside. Uh, but whole yeah, that's, new generation. That's the thing. Whole new generation. Whole I honestly think it was really new just, generation. The, the biggest thing is the chassis being 22 pounds lighter. Like that is a that is a lot of weight for a car that's already. Like, I suppose it only Speaking weighs 1,200 pounds. So. 
the, one of anyway. the biggest talking points from this uh, uh, car week is uh, the new Lamborghini Lanzador concept. Now, this is quite literally what if uh, Huracan, the Huracan in the Urus had a baby with a two-door SUV, but with a much sleeker, kind of lower, longer look to it, closer to the Huracan, if that makes any sense. Um, so this Lanzador will be Lamborghini's first electric car, and uh, allegedly, at least the concept currently says that it has 1,341 horsepower. It's very expressive. Two-door body style, uh, futuristic and functional, and of course, uh, I need. I'm not 100% sure that it's confirmed. Confirmed, but the the word on the street is that this will be made into actual actual production vehicle, adding to Lamborghini's lineup roughly around 2028. So a bit of a wait, but you know. Definitely a, a look into the possible future of Lamborghini. That is quite a long wait. I'm not going to lie. I'm very surprised with that. No, it's definitely a long way, but it's also, you know, um, cars take a minute, especially if it's, if this were like a new version of the car, like, uh, re- like the Revuelto, which was yeah. a new version of the Aventador, one could say. Yeah, it's it understandable an, how like maybe a concept car. for that or like a lot of the images only came out six months before the announcement, and then six months more till it's released, I believe. But this uh, is like a whole new thing, right? Like I don't yeah. even think there's anything else really like this in the whole Volkswagen family, to my knowledge. For yeah, now, of course, really. there will be probably a Porsche and Bentley and Audi version. Actually, of course. Wait, does Audi have one? I don't, know. I don't know. They have a, a lot of weird SUVs. They might. Yeah. Uh, also, it is official that it is 2028. Um, okay, is... it is official 2028. Yes. Lanzador. Whether or, not, whether or not Lamborghini will stick to that, we'll see. But uh, for now, that's what they've said. The Zenvo Aurora. We did talk about it a few weeks ago, specifically the engine, uh, seeing as it's a big old V12 that revs to the moon and back. Um, but now we have the full specs of the car to talk about. Uh, it's $2.8 million. It comes in two different versions, the, the Tour or the Agile. Uh, and of course the Tour is the Grand Touring model. Uh, it's, it's got the V12 hybrid and with all three motors making it 18, no, 1,850 horsepower. And that is from three electric motors, two in the front, one in the back, and that screaming v12 that makes 1250 horsepower uh the top speed is 280 miles an hour zero to 62 in 2.3 seconds and weighs total of 3197 pounds which is pretty heavy but honestly and eh, no that's not that heavy for a supercar this size uh it's pretty big so you know it makes sense and of course the agile is the track version because it is you know agile uh, they're, they're doing a little bit of a fun fun one there by taking out some letters for no reason uh this one the base is 1450 horsepower because they remove those two front motors but you can optionally put them back uh but they do add a lot of weight to the car they took them out purely because it adds almost 300 pounds to the car this uh agile version is only 2866 pounds which is very light uh 0 to 62 miles an hour 2.5 seconds a little bit slower because of the removal of those two front motors and the top speed is 
very affected, uh, 227 miles an hour. This is partially because of the big front wing they put on the back that makes 1,940 pounds of downforce at 155 miles an hour, which I mean, it is a ridiculous amount of downforce from one wing. I think it might be also from some front bits, but you know, it's a, it's a car. It's fast. It also costs $2.8 million. So, you know, you do, you do with that what you will. All right. You're about wrapped up on that one, right? Yeah. So speaking of concepts and cars that I don't have to talk much about, the Acura Electric Vision is a weird little teaser that they did this past weekend, uh, which essentially just showed off the front end of this electric-looking um, hyper car thingy-looking thing. Um, now this is, of course, off the back of the announcement of their first uh, electric car, which I'm actually not going to talk about because it's literally, like, it's it's literally, I, I think it's the MDX, literally they just made it electric and then replaced the grill with a grill that's, like, just one body sheet. Like, it's not, it's not exactly, they're not pushing boundaries in the electric world with this uh, particular vehicle, but with this, you know, Acura Electric Vision, they might just be doing that. Um, so... Like I said, after showing this production EV, um, they showed off this vehicle. The only other thing I really can say at this time is it had a large green light bar. Yep, that's about it. That's ugly. Ford decided it is time to grace us with the presence of the GT3 race car, but on the road. So they said, you know what? Ford Mustang GTD time. Uh, it's going to start at $300,000, but it's not really going to matter because you have to get on their special list to be able to buy one. Uh, and if you're on that list, you can definitely afford it. Um, it's going to have a supercharged 5.2 liter V8 making over 800 horsepower. We're not exactly sure how much, but, uh, that's what they've said so far. The red line will be over 7,500 RPM. Again, have not specified beyond that. It's going to have a titanium exhaust with active valves, a transaxle dual-clutch transmission, so the transmission will be in the back of the car, the engine's in the front, so they can get a close to 50-50 weight distribution. I do believe it's exactly 50-50. And, of course, there's an eight-speed dual-clutch transmission. Uh, They have a carbon drive shaft running down the center for added uh, weight loss. Uh, Active suspension can adjust the spring rates, ride heights, and damping rates on all four corners of the car, which is very cool. Um, this is due to a lot of new technology, uh, from, I believe it's Multimatic that makes their suspension. Uh, of course, because of this fancy new suspension, they, you don't, you don't get a trunk. There's no, there is no trunk space, uh, because the transmission and the suspension take it all up. So no trunk for you. Um, and they, in the interest of weight loss, removed all the regular body panels and is now all carbon. Uh, except for like one or two small body panels, but I didn't really care to figure out which ones of those were. Uh, there's optional active arrow on the front, which is something they could not put on the regular GT3. So, you know, this car could be faster than GT3 race car if you know how to drive it. Um, Recaro bucket seats in the front, of course, carbon everywhere. And there are no rear seats because you don't need those. You just don't. Um, yeah. 
That's about right. Optional 3D printed titanium paddle shifters, knob shifter, and serial number plate, uh, which are made from titanium from old F-22 fighter parts, which is very cool. Um, I think it's a little bit gimmicky, though, that they're saying from it's old from, from old F-22 fighter parts. Like, they really just said that it is a cheap way to get their titanium because you just need titanium powder, so they just take old parts and then grind them up. I, no, I can fair. see how that's an advertising thing. Yeah, it's one of those advertising things that doesn't really mean anything, but like, yeah, it's kind of cool. No, I I see it as we made air used airplanes to build this. Wow. They, they 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 ground up the parts and then they three D printed them. Well, again. that's still making. It's just you, you, titanium. Okay, explain There's that. nothing special about titanium. It's just titanium. It doesn't matter where it came from. Anyway, I got that, but there are people less smart than you. Yeah, I, buy this I, I, I know. I'm saying it's gimmicky. It's fair. It's a cool advertising point for some people. I, like, I was... Anyway. All right, whatever. that, that, that part wasn't coming sale. for us. It's expected to go on sale late 2024. Uh, nobody cares what you think, Joey, about the car. It's $300,000. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, well, I mean, that's yeah. completely fair and valid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Oh, so speaking of things I can't enforce, so my opinions are null and void. Uh, Singer, they yeah, not not the Porsche tuner that's spelled correctly. The electric car company that's spelled C Z Inger um, have announced the new Blackbird version. Of course, this is based off the SR seventy one Blackbird, which is the super famous fast jet. And well, you're probably wondering, oh, special edition of this vehicle. What did they do from the original vehicle? Well, they added 100 horsepower, which, of course, uh, up moved up uh, the, the 0 to 60 time about 8%. Uh, it also has a 1.8, uh, it's quarter mile time, which is phenomenal. But, you know, not that far up from what they were doing before. Uh, and also, it is $750,000. Over the base version. Now you're probably wondering, well, is is for that much money, is it just a tiny bit faster with 100 extra horsepower? Which, admittedly, when you're going from 1,200 horsepower to 1,300 horsepower, isn't actually that much of an improvement, to be completely honest. It is definitely an improvement, but it's not crazy. Well, that's not true, because there is another thing. See... The uh, Singer 21C comes in a few colors. It comes in orange. It comes in blue. It comes in red. It comes in silver. That's the, ba- that's the big color that everyone's buying it in. And it came in a dark, charcoaly gray. And that's about as dark as you could get it until now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you can get it in black. And very, cool, very cool. You have to pay all that extra money to get it. And I think the best part about this is that darkest version prior to that you could get is honestly a closer color to the actual SR-71 Blackbird because the SR-71 Blackbird was itself closer to like a dark charcoal color, a dark gray charcoal as opposed to straight black. But you know what? Whatever. You there, know, there's also... I think there's something about they made edges on the car smoother, but I could just be a complete load of baloney, to be completely honest. I mean, fair enough. 
I don't know. The the part where they were talking about how the car looks, they were it took them multiple paragraphs to describe it. It's color change. So there might have been something hidden in there that I didn't see. But as far as I could tell, you're just paying for uh, 8% improvement, 0 to 60 time, and to be black. Fair enough. Anyway, you know Gunther Works, that stupid no. American car company that thinks they're German, they're American? but they're really not. That happen? Yes, they are. They really? are from California. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun little fact they're from california they're a bunch of lying they are, bastards and they spell anyway. work that seems illegal yep yeah exactly now you understand why they're a bunch of fake germans anyway um these absolute morons decided we're gonna do the most genius thing we could possibly do which uh, for them isn't that genius. Uh, they decided they're going to take an air-cooled 4-liter flat 6. Now, mind you, it's not the stock air-cooled 4-liter flat 6. They, they did, you know, get somebody to make a good one. Uh, you know, like bump, beef up the internals a little bit. Uh, but then they decided to throw a turbo on it and make 750 horsepower with it. With uh, Which, um, if anybody understands how like you know horsepower and energy and thermals work in an engine you'll know that's a big problem because air-cooled engines can't really dissipate that much heat you know there's there's a lot of heat being being output when you're making 750 horsepower now it's not 750 horsepower of heat it's probably closer to like uh 400 300 400 horsepower of heat and of course that is a unit you can use to measure heat don't be like that um but it, it's pretty dumb to do that you're probably gonna mess up that block just saying uh but we'll see uh it does of course have a carbon body everywhere uh now they are doing this with a i should have specified what car they're doing this with uh they call it the gunterworks 911 ducktail 993 now it is basically a resto mod of a 993 where they uh make an abomination of the car because they remove all the external body panels. They make them into carbon ones. Um, they had a, you know, their ducktail wing that you see on a lot of modded nine 11s, which that's fair. That looks pretty cool. Um, but, uh, the rest of it's like, what, what, why did you, why just, just why that's, that's about all I have to say about it. it also, it's... it costs way too much. They don't even say the price. I just know it. It's too much. Oh, well, that's all 911 tuners. Exactly. That's sort of the point, I guess. It's a it's a surprisingly profitable business. I aforementioned Singer, but spelled properly, is another yes. pretty famous one. I think yes. Roof is probably still the most famous. Hashtag Definitely. bring back Roof to racing games. Just because, <laughs> you, just because you brought Porsche back didn't mean we wanted Roof gone, all I'm saying. Yes. Anyhow. Oh, I should have mentioned there is um there is a new roof out too, but that's besides the point. I why was uh, <laughs> literally one of my favorite car brands and you just don't tell me this. Alright, well whatever. <laughs> it's like I, it's, I, it's I all, didn't get it. A, I didn't get it's it. It's another it's an fair enough. It's a it's a roof nine nine three. You know, we'll talk about it now because we're talking about the other nine nine three. Here's a good example. Uh the roof nine nine three, which they're calling the tribute. Uh, they have an engine, they have a horsepower, oh my god, I can't talk, they have an engine making 550 horsepower, which is a much more reasonable amount for an air-cooled flat 6. Um, you know, 
we like that. Anyway, uh, it's got a bunch of fancy exhaust stuff. Uh, carbon fiber chassis. That's ridiculous. Integrated roll cage, double wishbone suspension, uh, inboard push rod, actuated KW coilovers. With, uh, KW is a German suspension brand. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's fast. It looks cool. Yes. It's a roof. That's all it you is need a to roof. know. It has a <laughs> roof and it is a roof. It, it does, in fact. Um, That's that. Also, worth mentioning about Gunther Works, they have been tuning the heck out of uh, air-cooled engines for a while. It's just today's the day we decided to call them out on it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> speaking of calling out companies, I'd like to call it Mitsubishi for failing to be a company. Uh, <laughs> they're getting rid of the Mirage, which as far as I was concerned, the only thing really they had left, which was one of the cheapest cars selling in the U.S., at least for the U.S. market. Obviously, they do have a bit of a higher mile range still in Asia. As a matter of fact, did you know this? There's still there's a new Lancer that is only available in China. And like it's actually kind of... I, I, it's kind of a stretch to say that it looks, it does, it's definitely not the coolest Lancer, but like, if you look at it, you're like, that is still definitely a successor to like the famous lineage. Why is that not here? That's fair. Um, who knows, man? But who knows? they've decided that they are probably, they, well, not probably, they are getting rid of the Mirage in the U.S. market. I mostly said for that guy on the uh, new r slash car memes who's been posting a bunch of my rig memes. Uh, they're the coolest thing ever, and I want that guy to continue. Anywho, so fa- America's famous, long-running, cheapest car, if you don't count the Chevy Spark, which is sometimes cheaper, is going away. Uh, and as well as the slightly higher-priced sedan version of the car, Lord knows why anyone would want to pay more to just have less of a car. But, you know, whatever. Rest in peace. You know, as much as I made fun of you, you will be missed. Or, again, maybe that the Mirage won't be missed, but uh, Mitsubishi in North America will be missed because, again, I'm somewhat convinced that's the only thing they had left was the cheapest car in the market. Well, we will see. Because their uh, SUVs are not selling in comparison to other SUVs. That's true. You know what is selling, though? What? The AMG GT Coupe. Absolutely. It's a car. Uh, I'm only really going to talk about the 63 model because I don't care about the 55. It's less power. It's cheaper. I mean, if you care about it, go figure it out yourself. The uh, 63 model has 577 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque. That's coming from a big old V8. Uh, 0 to 60 in 3.1 seconds. Uh, top speed is 196 miles an hour. Uh, it's got some fancy suspension with semi-act, uh, semi-active hydraulic roll stabilization. Basically, it means it 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 moves the roll bars for you. It's weird. It does some cool stuff. Uh, it's got adaptive shop adapt, adaptive shock adaptive. absorbers. I can't talk. And a front lift system that raises the front of the car by 1.18 inches. Very specific amount. Uh, no more, no less. Uh, that's so you can go over like speed bumps and get in your driveway because the car is really low. Um, yeah, it it's uh it's uh it's faster than the the um, Roadster version by a lot actually. 
I think the Roadster did zero to sixty in like three point nine seconds, so it's significantly faster. Uh, it, it might have been three point five. I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. Point is, it's faster than the Roadster version. It's got a roof. You know, you don't have to move the roof up and down. You only get one place. It's up. It's a coupe. There's no convertible part. Congratulations. You learned how a coupe works. Congratulations. Uh, You know why I think congratulations? No. Uh, We're done with this episode and I have a headache. Wow.